All right, let's talk about aliens. Live. So, <laughs> welcome back to the high kind. I am Huntley. I'm with my usuals. Usual. Andy and David. Yeah. Hello. Usuals. I'm the How's usual. Them? I like this that. Is that our yeah. group name now? It's weird. The usuals. The usuals. I, I just felt like I've used host and co host too many times, and I don't like it. Fair. Hmm. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm be co-host. You're fine with it. Fine, yeah. fine. I'll use I'll use co-hosts. Uh, so what have you two been up to since we last uh, sat with each other and not social distanced? Mm, working and antiquing today. That antiquing. was fun. that was fun. I like old stuff. So yeah, didn't didn't well, buy anything though. Didn't find any good ones. I was looking for like a fountain pen. Like an old fountain pen for writing. Why? I don't Just, know. You wanted to write with an old fountain pen? I have a thing about fountain pens. I don't know. Like a nice pen. I can't. I don't I don't like stealing in general. But uh, if, if someone gives me a nice pen to borrow, there's a good chance that it's probably going to come up missing. <laughs> so, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. I usually will replace it. Just not with one that's not quite as good. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah. No, I didn't find anything, sadly. No, you didn't find anything. No. I was hoping for like a possessed pen or something, you know? As like the soul of a, a writer. Possessed pen? You know? The soul of a writer that's <laughs> just like a. Let it be at least a good writer and not one of these broke schmucks that, you know, never gets anything published. It'd be like L. Ron Hubbard yeah. or something. No, I was just kidding. No, he got a lot yeah. published. Oh, no, no. He's one no, of the most published you, authors yeah. in history. <laughs> Yeah, well, he got published, and that and that kind of helped kick off. He was in pulp magazines, and that kind of kicked off his uh, career as, uh, you know, gave him some, like, clout yep. to promote Scientology. But you know what? If there was a position, uh, like, of a failed writer, that's probably their legacy. Like, they couldn't make their, their mark in the world except for this shitty little pen that just kind of, like, writes yeah. really their soul poetry every now and then. But see, you yeah, can help him. Attached. You can help him move on by like writing a good novel. Then, with the, his help, <laughs> like, okay. and then True. you yeah. know, there you go. Well, anyways, what the he- what the hell is that? Now for aliens in the news. Apparently, we have breaking news oh. from about the aliens. Yeah. So, I w- we have an interesting topic, but I just wanted to kind of go over a couple of things that have come out the last couple of days. Uh, from Fox News about a day ago, fighter pilot says UFO he chased in 2004 committed an act of war. A former U.S. Navy pilot spoke this month about what he says was an encounter with a Tic Tac, a shaped UFO, and he believes that flying object committed an act of war. Old Tic Retired commander... Tic-tacs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Commander David Freyer recalled the strange encounter off San Diego 16 years ago in a September 8th podcast with MIT researcher Lex Fredman. Freyer says he was dispatched to investigate a radar anomalies and later described what he saw as nothing like he's ever seen. A tic-tac-shaped object turned around on a dime and made itself invisible to radar. He was followed by other pilots who managed to catch it on video. Clips were leaked. In 2017, by a U.S. UFO research group founded by punk singer Tom DeLonge of Blink-182, and formally declassified in 2020 by the Pentagon, according to station. I don't trust them, but yeah. The Pentagon? No, or, uh, the or DeLong- both. Yeah. John Podesta is part of DeLonge's group. And, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not down with that. <laughs> nope. I'm not down with that. Mm-mm. I'm not going to go into all that on this channel. Not going to derail that. Not going to derail that. That would take us down a dark rabbit hole, I feel Mm -hmm. like. But um, in other news, uh, Japanese military announces it will track UFOs now. The move comes comes days after Japan and the United States spoke about an unidentified aerial phenomenon. So now Japan is uh, joining uh, our military in tracking ufos and publicly talking about them apparently mm-hmm. i think we're gonna get like a united space force like a like a u.n a, a, a u.n space force 
everybody oh. hopes that like we're going to be like star trek and unify together no. but instead no no it's, it's going to be, be starship troopers man it's going to be a full blown that's exactly what i was going to say is it's not going to be yeah i yeah i wasn't going to say that oh, like no. it's not going to be like the federation it's going to be like starship troopers and it's going to be dark yeah would you like not to the know? movie i'm talking like i'm talking novel dark would you like to know more mm. <laughs> guys that's, like know? that's a whole thing that oh god even the movie like if you just stop and look at the society they're living in you're like they're fascists what what the fuck's yeah. going on yeah <laughs> like, yeah authoritarian yeah, fascism, fascism. <laughs> so, yeah got it it's a yeah. little okay. bit terrifying um yeah well, well so on the japanese thing like they would i feel like they would be poised to actually find something because they've already got a satellite in space that takes pictures of the earth every 30 seconds or something and then it like uploads to a website for everyone to see huh. um so they've already got that infrastructure in place maybe they can like tune them to look for ufos mm-hmm. now that would be interesting and of course you both saw that the potential of life on venus yesterday right yep i didn't, I didn't. Uh, yeah. wasn't able to read into it because it's behind a paywall but i did see the headline yeah it basically a uh, small quantities of uh, phosphine gas was found on venus's atmosphere and they believe that could be a sign for biological life on the often overlooked planet the findings need to be concerned with additional measurements the researchers and experts said and that's from the washington uh the Wa- wall street journal actually Mm-hmm. Hmm. I so are they think, think it's like extremophiles or something didn't say just uh the gas was kind of like a indicator hmm. of there potentially being life there interesting i remember there's yeah. been like speculation about potential life on venus for a long time <clears throat> Yeah, but, there's been yeah, speculation, but this has yeah. been like the first thing that we could go like, oh, this might be, you know, yeah, might actually to, be like have some evidence yeah. to throw it into like a wacky direction real quick. <laughs> uh, of course, there's these channelings called the law of one. And if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. the entity said that he used to be Venusian like millions of years ago or billions or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But at some point it was inhabitable. So according to a really interesting channeling called law of one so there you go venusians oh yeah. venusians venusians and i, I, I think i, I think cory good believes because the guy went by the name ray or Ra, uh spelled pronounced mm-hmm. ray um and cory good you know who cory good is right and the whole ufo mm-hmm. community he's the um the the blue chickens the blue avians excuse me uh alien guy so yeah he promoted that whole thing and was really big into like the secret space program and all of that so but um yeah anyways he claimed that that ray was the uh was one of the blue avians from from his theories he like hijacked the whole law of one teachings and stuff like that and then and like inserted them into the ufo community just ah little tidbits for you <laughs> yeah well while we're talking uh while we're talking strange let's segue into the topic tonight so have either of you heard of a place called uh, stardust ranch in arizona in the rainbow valley no well, all right well i'm a little going... bit that you've told me about it yeah and that and that and that was just like when i ba- before just like tip of the iceberg yeah. but i'm gonna tell you the story so basically this this picked up in 2017 and that's when the first headline i saw on it was was in 2017 a ranch in the small town of rainbow valley which is a rural area of a town called buckeye and buckeye is like a suburb of phoenix but a there was a listing, a real estate listing of for five million dollars before being removed in 2018, and it was originally before 2017. It was originally priced at one million dollars, so it the property value to skyrocketed, so to speak. Hmm. Uh, but 
The house is uh, five bedrooms, has a guest house, a pool, several barns, and an electric fence for keeping in cattle. Now, it's li- was listed at five million dollars, but I checked Zillow, and the current property value is listed altogether five hundred k, and that's including house and land, and most homes around the area of that same uh, like property and housing go for 300k to 400k in the nearest town of buckeye and rainbow valley is not buckeye it's the rural area of buckeye and it only has 34 people per square mile and the area can be usually seen with just like cattle horses and goats just wandering around so it's pretty rural Mm -hmm. um so that's why this is unique is because why would something be listed that high, especially in a little area like that? Well, that's because its owners, John and Joyce Edmonds, say a lot happens on their little plot of heaven, so to speak. So I'm going to give you a little background on John Edmonds. John Edmonds is a former musician and a concert promoter from Chicago during the 90s. He and his wife moved to the small little area sometime in the 90s. I don't have a specific date. And he claims when they purchased the property that the previous owner's furniture and stuff was still in the swimming pool. So not only was their stuff still there. Wait, what? (laughs) But it was in the swimming pool. Like all their furniture was thrown into the swimming pool. Okay. Was the swimming pool filled up, I'm assuming? Yes. From what I'm assuming, yeah. yes. Yeah. So somebody ruined a bunch of furniture. And this is what gets a little stranger, is that John Edmonds claims that the former owners disappeared. Hmm. Is that actually true? That they, <clears throat> Do you know? It's getting murky. It gets okay. a little murky. All right. Um, but he claims the former tenants disappeared. So I did a little more digging and I couldn't find anything. So I checked news sources because, you know, they're better equipped at this stuff than me. But USA Today said that the property records that they were able to obtain were unclear about how much Edmonds paid for the ranch and who sold it. Now, I, I was able to find this little bit of information. The last time the house was sold was in 1996 for 200k. Okay. But we don't know who bought it for 200k. The property records weren't clear enough. Hmm. So the mystery owner, previous owner basically is the that He's was a mystery. That was the furniture in the pool, right? Yes. So I'm understanding. Yes. Okay. So I'm guessing <laughs> if we go by what John Edmonds says, the attendance that stuff was in the pool were the people that bought it in 1996 cool. for 200k. Okay, if it wasn't Edmonds himself, but we don't know. All right, that's very so, weird. But all right, <laughs> yes. But what makes this property special, in at least what John Edmonds says, is he claims it's a hotbed for alien activity. And he believes the grays come from two portals located in his ranch. Now, this is Arizona. We covered Arizona a couple of weeks ago with the portal outside of Sedona. And then, of course, there's the Phoenix Lights. So there's a lot of activity going on in the Arizona area. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And Phoenix is only 90 minutes away, while Sedona is only two hours away. So it wouldn't be far-fetched for activity go- going on, mm-hmm. as we talked about with the portal in uh, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's not too far. Now, in addition to being living on this ranch, the Edmonds decided to operate a horse rescue that they call Hopeful Hooves for abandoned horses. But sometime during all this, they started experiencing what Edmonds refers to as the Grays. We've talked about the Grays before on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was... Yeah, he appeared on a TV show in 2014 uh, on the Travel Channel. But here's a little excerpt that I read. In the TV show, he talks about how they tried to abduct his wife from their driveway. He describes the event as there was a cone of light. It came down. She started to rise into that cone of light. 
I grabbed an AK-47 with a double banana clip in it, and I went outside and I opened Wait. up. <laughs> okay, is that legal in Arizona? I mean, Texas, maybe. <clears throat> Arizona, though? The only, the, only, uh, the only state I know that an AK-47 is illegal in, if it's a semi-automatic one, is California. Uh, you can't own it. But fully automatic uh, would be illegal everywhere. I guess my brain just immediately went to fully auto for some reason. Because my brain goes there too. If he's taking two banana clips to shoot at somebody trying to attack his wife, and he says, "Open up," I don't think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not taking any prisoners, and I doubt he's pulling the trigger every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would just be get, be the beginning of what the Edmonds had to deal with, as the aliens seemed to show a fondness for Joyce Edmonds, his wife, who claims that the aliens come into her bedroom to molest her while she sleeps. It's not good. Not good at um, all. So wait, who is who said that? His wife. His wife claims that the aliens come into their bedroom and molest her while she sleeps. So she verifies everything, right? Like all these stories that he Mm -hmm. talked about? Okay. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Not that that means much, but, you know, just curious. Exactly. I mean, yeah. And the Edmonds also, he claims he finds mutilated horses from the rescue around the property, and the aliens often cause damage to the house when they move around inside. And he said this, the speed generated by their movement, three critters at once, made the glass and the double-pane windows actually buzz and misalign in the frames to the point the windows are now very difficult to close and lock properly without using a screwdriver to realign them in the frame first. I believe the high-frequency buzz is a a side effect of their phase of phasing inner... In our dimension and out our dimension. So he oh. believes they're teleporting. He doesn't believe they're just scurrying like a cat across yeah. the house. He believes that they're just zapping and being like, boom. Yeah. He also claims that there's two portals on his property. Such openings are often large enough for a triangular craft, wings, or orb-like ships to pass through. These objects leave the space around the ranch and other crafts re-enter the sky around the ranch and portals by passing through it. So he's claiming that he's the gateway for a lot of these vehicles to come into our dimension. So he's yeah, he's saying there's like a vortex or a portal or something like a yes, line yes. convergence right on his property. And it's just an easy yeah. weak point. Mm. OK, so in between them trying to abduct his wife, molesting his wife and fucking his house up and killing horses. Somewhere, uh, John Edmonds decided to fight back against these little bastards. And this is where it gets interesting to me. Oh, it's not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) This is where it gets really interesting. He took a katana from his fireplace and started to defend his wife, property, and horses, claiming to kill 19 of these gray beings. Epic. Epic. Okay. Some of, uh, okay. Yes, yes. Right. Some of the articles I've read says he has numerous swords laying around the house, but the Who one doesn't? that seems to be yep, the one that he seems to really like is the one he keeps above his fireplace. I mean, if you have AK forty seven, you may as well have a fucking katana, multiple. Yeah, arms. and he sh- he shared a picture of his katana on Facebook, and it had a stain at the very tip of the sword what with dark brownish red stains mm-hmm. interesting yeah. oh god it had so, a terrible thought okay go what on. if you just went on like a massacre what if this was like you remember that robot chicken episode uh, where they did the Star Wars spoofs and they were doing the episode, mm-hmm. the one where Anakin kills younglings and then he like goes into this mm-hmm. mad- this world where he's chopping heads off of like flowers and things. And but you know it's kidding. Mm-hmm. What if the same thing happened? Maybe he didn't go on like a massacre <laughs> and thought they were aliens. Okay. He just went on a massacre and just killed aliens. He's like, you crazy? Never get a molest my wife. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So. The story's already kind of fishy to me. So we're going to go over Mm, some other stuff. Mm. So 
But while visiting the ranch, a team of investigators using high-power military-grade laser-powered detection equipment <sighs> scanned the area, just <laughs> looking around. What does that mean? And they claim an alien presented themselves. The gray, this is what they stated, the gray frozen place, motionless, and then dropped the stone like an object. One of the investigators picked up the object and handed it to me. The image appears to be an engraving of a portal activated state. I've also seen the picture of this. It's just like a little stone. I'll see if I can find it around. Please do. Now. <laughs> Sorry. Now. So he has some confirmation on like people have investigated it. And here's another part that's strange to me because I also saw the pictures of this. Edmonds claims he suffered several several injuries while fighting these aliens. Uh, there was a small indention on his leg. It was like just like uh, where his muscle kind of caved in. And he had triangle burns on his body. And he claims he and his wife experienced nausea, muscle weakness, and chronic fatigue with some people speculating that that could be signs of radiation poisoning. Interesting. Hmm. That is a common theme in certain UFO abductions. There was one on Astonishing... Mm -hmm. The first episode I ever listened to of Astonishing Legends involved some of that, where the two abductees had, like, really bad... Basically, sunburns without... You know, they got them at night. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Did they report... Like nausea, or you said nausea, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, because nausea is part of radiation. Interesting. Yeah. He he also claims during these skirmishes that he's collected tissue samples from these grays that attack him, and he sent it to uh, the investigators that were there before that claimed to see the gray themselves. Uh, they sent it to a lab to get tested. And according to the lab that analyzed the materials, the liquid sample appears to be pure hemoglobin, and the skin looks like a segmented grass, except for it's not grass. And this is, I'm going to read the report that I see here. Numerous samples have been collected under correct forensic technique by several skilled investigators and were sent to independent labs of high regard. All came back with the same result, that the proteins in the samples could not be identified as anything they had seen before in either plant or animal or human. One lab did add that the samples sent them did match the samples that they had tested the last 30 years of fluid specimens that they had tested from various cattle mutilations across the southwest U.S. Oh, they believed there was 100% compatibility and that the two were the same creature. Finally, a smoking gun that links cattle mutilations to alien life form. One scientist was extremely elated by the discovery. Wait, what, what exactly did they test again? What was the material? They tested the... the the blood and the skin that John Edmonds claims that he has sliced off of grace. And they're saying they found these substances also at cattle mutilations? Yes. What? Okay. It just seems weird. Why would their blood or skin be at a cattle mutilation? I don't know. It's kind of weird. No, I, right. that, that's, actually a, that's actually a pretty fair point. I mean, that doesn't make sense, but yeah. continue. <laughs> you, think they, you think they like wrestled with the cow first before eating it or something? You're wrestling? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the, that's, do? a, that's the alien's pastime is like, instead of just weird like MMA fights like we like to watch, they're sending like the littlest <laughs> gray they can to go fight a fucking bull. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, for some mm. reason, completely drain the cattle of all blood. That's a common theme too. So it's like, yeah. it's to recharge what's going on? Machine, obviously. Yeah, obviously yeah, we, it's, it's our victory we, dance. They just like themselves in the blood of their enemies, which is milk, dairy cows and fucking bulls. <laughs> maybe they just really hate cattle or like cows in general or just maybe they're four legged like, creatures. I was, I was about to say maybe they're vegetarians. I was like, then why would they kill the cows? In the first place? <laughs> right. This is where I my fucking know. stone mine went. I have no idea why they. I don't know. 
I don't know. And then they no. put them east to west mm. and west to east. You know, so that's yeah. weird. Too. Yeah, yeah, we are definitely going to cover cover cattle mutilations. Yeah, we, that's a so, whole episode yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole episode by itself. So anyway, numerous investigators say they believe that the strange activity happens at the ranch, while others say the Edmonds are lying for fame to sell their property at an inflated price or just to seek attention. Now, that's not far-fetched. You have a ranch that's worth 500K. You're selling it for well beyond that. Double. At 5 right? million. Yeah. yeah. More than double. Oh, you said 5 million? Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, I thought yeah. it was 1 million. Okay. Damn. It was 1 million in 2014 before they raised the price after they were on the television show. Mm. So, damn. Yeah. So, do you think they're lying? Uh, from what I've heard so far, yeah. Yeah. There's so many holes in this story. There's so many holes in it. And, like, I don't know. Nah. Yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah. David. I'm not, I'm not totally on board. You know uh, why? You're not sold on it? <laughs> it's already an action movie script. The fact that we don't have to take it and turn it into something to me says it's already fake. Someone wrote that. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is like a prod, an action movie script. He's been working on his whole life, and he's just decided now's the time to realize it and tell the world. Well, but he couldn't get the Hollywood funding, so he's like drawing the media attention, and it's like I'm gonna tell my damn story no matter what. I'll I'll get into that in just a second. Actually, oh, okay, awesome, interesting. Cool. I can do but. Most residents and police have have claimed to never see anything around the Edmonds Ranch, and most people think most police think it's a joke. And John Edmonds has publicly stated that people have come to him asking to screenwrite his story. Uh huh. <clears throat> Damn, someone's. And he also sells. He also sells his own. He's written books about it that he sells. Uh huh. And <laughs> so, like, it sounds like make money to me. Yeah. Follow the money, and you will find the truth. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like make money to me because uh, selling the rights to his story, writing his own book, and raising the price of his ranch exponentially yeah. even when it's right now only listed at 500k and that's the 2020 price yeah and he was trying to sell this for a million dollars in 2014 and 5 million in 2017 mm-hmm. yeah so it sounds fishy and that was until i read this that wow. made me go maybe okay this maybe this better be good yeah mm-hmm. so Everybody around Rainbow Valley is just like, oh, John Edmonds, and he's making this shit up. However, a previous resident named Gina Irons, who lived in the same house that John Edmonds did in the 70s, and she called it her quiet homestead, she told a local television that the people that they bought bought the house from the one that Edmonds is living in right now in the 70s, were quite happy to let go of the property and left town shortly after. They even left the old property guard dog behind, Mm. which the family adopted. Now, Gina Irons says that her family dealt with something there. And I'll read you just the two little excerpts that I read on it. Question real quick. So this Gina lady didn't have any information on those people she sold the house to, the mystery owners with the furniture and the pool? uh, Gina Irons might know the people. Because she sold to them, right? No, she didn't uh, sell. We don't know. From what I can tell, the property, uh, when I checked Zillow, the property had sold uh, quite a few times. Okay. The only place where it gets really gray outside of this family that was just like, fuck it, take the house, I'm out, bye, leave town, not yep. coming back. Okay. Got was um, somewhere in the 90s. Okay. Mm. Now, 
This is what Gina Irons experienced. My mother, my siblings, and I all saw it in slightly different forms and colors, usually some variation of green. In different places, there was always a big drop in temperature whenever it was around. My brother's room, just to the right of the hallway entrance, was always ice cold, even in summer. We didn't have an air conditioner back then, so the old block house got warm. As kids, we decided that must have been where it always lived. It? Yeah. They just called it it. it. She just called it it. She stated that she lo- that her and her family just learned to live with it, whatever was in the house, and they just kept quiet about it, and they considered it a haunting themselves. She said that the Bing did not uh, like visitors coming around to the house, and she told one story about a time a visitor came. One evening, we were watching TV in the big main room. The TV was on the long wall with the hallway entrance. The non-believer was sitting in a recliner facing the TV and thus the hallway. Suddenly, there was an explosion of movement as he hurled himself out of the chair, jumped over the couch, ran down the hallway, yelling at the rest of us as we sat there wondering what the heck was going on. He then ran back through the living room to the back door where we kept the shotguns ready. Remember, this was this is in the middle of a desert, so it's not... I would mm. have guns, too. Yeah. yeah, coyotes and other things. Yeah, exactly. He had apparently seen it, Iron said. He returned shaking with his hairs and arms standing straight up, claiming to have seen a person dressed in green fatigue standing in the hallway. He thought it was an intruder and gave chase, Iron said, and there wasn't anyone there, and he was stunned in silence. I have theories going through my head. <clears throat> yep. Oh, well, I was going to ask if seeing something any... different. Yeah, I was going to ask if there's uh, any go- like sp- uh, ghost activity or spirit activity there, because uh, you would expect it, right? If it really was some yeah. kind of weak point. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Especially with the story of the Padre and the Spanish Cavalry that happened in Sedona. This sounds very similar mm-hmm. to Skinwalker in the... If this is true. Okay. Because I can't ignore how much of this story is A, ridiculous, and B, just trying to make a buck. But if there is a weak point there, uh, it sounds very similar to Skinwalker where like there's a heavy mixture of different things that are seen there, whether it be cryptids, grays, spirits, ghosts, whatever, you know, like basically anything and everything just leaks out of the astral realm there, basically, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. maybe that's the case. Maybe, maybe that's the case there, too. I don't know. I would yeah. like to know if there was more. I would like to know too. Yeah, yeah supernatural. We could probably. Yeah. Go on, David. Uh, did anyone else describe what the it was, or was it just the one person who said he saw the the guy in the green fatigues? No one else described just, what uh, it was. No, they said that they all saw it in different forms. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, which to me. You know the that that whole perceptual camouflage thing is pure pure astral realm, right? You know, from what we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where my brain was going. Yeah. Uh, so, who wants to go first first with their theories? David. Oh my gosh, man! I'm at a I'm at a loss. So. You know, everyone will see like different things from the astral realm or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. then you've got Edmund who's collecting like skin and blood samples that match up with cow mutilation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, material. And then he's got that rock, which is like you mentioned it's a portal, it has, yeah, yeah, that has like a picture of a portal on it, and he's got the indention in his leg and the triangle burns, yeah. Um, also, Andy, you could probably add that rock to your antique collection at some point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool, yeah. Um, 
So the fact that there's like some supposedly some kind of physical evidence linking whatever this entity or multiple like different entities are. Um, I just wonder if they left any other physical evidence behind with, from the other uh, people who lived in that house. Um, yeah. It seems like something that can kind of vaguely interact because, of course, the guy like fighting aliens with like fucking samurai swords and killing them like, OK, far fetched. But maybe there's mm -hmm. some kind of physical. I mean, there is some kind of physical thing left behind. So mm -hmm. I just want to know if there's something else that hasn't been reported or maybe they just, you know, just lost yeah. to uh, the sands of time or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it might be worth checking ghost stories out around like the vicinity of it mm -hmm. and just checking like Yeah. The address was easy accessible. Yeah. I found it really quickly. Um, so there's probably a way to, you know, graph it and find ley lines and stuff like that if they're there. Yeah, um, it's hard to find um, accurate maps. I've been yeah, uh, exactly. I collect them, but yeah. There's no authority. It's, yeah. No, no, there's no authority on at all yeah, on this shit. Yeah. So the best way to do is just try to see if there's any ley lines in the general vicinity, if there's other activity happening in, in the area yeah. and stuff like that. Um, do you want me to go with my theory? Sure. I've got a good one. I think might be different than either of yours. Okay. But. I think there, I, I think there's something there and I think it's not the grays. It's not a war veteran ghost. It's not any of the things that the kids and the Irons family saw. I think that it's an entity that shapes itself to whatever that person's scared of. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I wish I had more background on the non-believer, but... What if he was a war vet? If he was a war vet in the 70s that came back from what was a war that happened in the late 60s and early 70s? Right. Vietnam. Vietnam. So what if he was a veteran that was scarred there and his worst fear is like flashbacks of the war and that's why he saw a person in green military fatigues? Mm -hmm. What if John Edmonds' biggest fear is an alien invasion? Your typical gray alien invasion. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not disputing that the grays exist. It's a good but when you think, like yeah. when you think of aliens, the first thing, like even the X Files, the old movies, they're little gray beings with black eyes and lanky and that's what he perceives it he's scared of aliens and an alien invasion and that's why it presents itself as aliens to him and the children seeing different forms it seems like i don't want to make the complete assumption here but from what i was reading of gene and iron story it appeared in different shapes and different forms to each of them mm -hmm. so it's something that if you see it, it changes into the form that you're scared of. So you think it's evil? And what's funny, I think it's evil, okay. yeah. And this is the thing that, like, you know, puzzles me, is that, like, both Irons and Edmonds describes the creature just moving quickly. Now, if they believe that the story was different, like, one of them could just be like, Oh, it floated to me. Like Gina Irons could say, the ship floated to me. And John Edmonds says, it scurries. It like vibrates so hard that it just shifts. Like, what if that is the one thing that everybody has in common when they see it is its movement, that it's not just like walking around, that it vibrates and it just shifts. Mm -hmm. It sounds almost like a hologram. Yes. That's what I was thinking is like something that can just shift into whatever scares the fuck out of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what's there. Okay. 
All right, so you're going evil. All right. So I think it's neutral, and I'm going to explain why. This is what I feel. If all of this information is accurate, okay, that's a big caveat, but maybe it is. Yeah. You know, like with that supernatural experience, it does add another layer onto it, right? It does kind of, mm-hmm. in my mind, at least give it a little hair more credence because it's coming from another owner, and you would expect supernatural activity around a weak point like that. Mm-hmm. So what I think it might be, I'm going to obviously make a reference to a show uh, just because, you know, that's my world, I guess, stories. But uh, Supernatural. Do you remember uh, the trickster god uh, who later you figured out was the Archangel Gabriel? Yeah. Okay, well. He presented himself as Loki first, and then he exactly. was actually Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think it might be a situation like that, maybe. The thing is, tricksters are mercurial. Okay, so and they are often uh, illusionists and they will transform themselves into different things. Now, you could have an evil trickster, like basically is what you're describing. I think he's more maybe he's more neutral um, because he seems to like he seemed from what I from Gina said, they seem to kind of at least live in some sort of like. Maybe understanding of sorts here and there. Right. But of course, he's mercurial, so he might. (laughs) one day do something drastic or freak someone out or whatever. Right. And maybe this next family moved in and he didn't like them very much. So he threw all their, all, all their shit into the swimming pool, you know, or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this list yeah. goes on and on. And then there's this guy that moves in and he's like bringing cameras on and he's just like, geez, just leave me alone humans. And then this, this, he's like, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this guy. He thinks he's a bad <laughs> You know, like <laughs> I'm gonna stand up. He's got this. He's got all these swords and these <laughs> fucking guns lying around. I want to get him good. He's like, I'm gonna send like an entire army of fucking aliens after him, like like uh, <laughs> like Gabriel did in in Supernatural mm-hmm. when he abducted Dean. I think it was and made him slow dance with a gray. I, I love that. Oh, he he. Oh. Listen, you middle aged Rambo. I'm gonna. Fuck your world up. <laughs> it's like we got a militia man here that thinks he can fight. Let's put him to the test. And let's put him to the fucking test. And, and if we're going by myths, the thing is, trickster trickster spirits like that, you know, like they're often sexual beings as well. So um This the, is true. The thing is he and I'm not saying he's good and I'm not saying he's totally bad either. I think he's just a neutral trickster of some sort, and I guess he was attracted to the wife um yeah. you know uh but yeah i mean if we're basing it off mythology that's not uncommon <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know i don't know i think so it's you a trickster think- spirit but i think he's neutral and i think he's just fucking annoyed <laughs> that- yeah just annoyed yeah. with all like yeah. he settled there like millennia ago and yeah. he was like this is a peaceful place i found this nice little rock in the desert i'm just gonna chill here and just stargaze all and, the time and, and then somebody builds a ranch and he's just like motherfucker so he scares <laughs> them off yep and then another person comes it's gina irons and her family and he's just like he tries his best and no, and they still live there, but they eventually move and it just gets passed on and he's just escalating and he finally gets fucking John Edmonds, who's just like, I'm going to shoot whatever moves. And this trickster's just like, God damn it. What do I have to do to get people to leave? Uh. They just keep getting worse as it goes. <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh my God! The tricksters getting Andy. The trickster, the trickster tricked Andy. Dude, Andy uncovered the truth, and fuck, man, this keeps happening to him. It just keeps get, happening to him. Man. We get too close to the truth, and then we got gremlins. But now this yeah. is targeted. We, we this just is just uncovered yeah. it. We yeah, we uncovered. We we blew the whole lid off of it. It wasn't screenwriter. It wasn't a dude chasing clout with screenwriters. He wasn't trying to make a quick buck off his ranch that's only worth five hundred grand for five million dollars. It's a trickster. Mm-hmm. And a pretty uh fairly omniscient one as well. Because we're yeah. uh pretty far away from this area. 
Yeah. He's yeah, we're pretty we're damn we're damn far from uh Arizona. Yeah. And it's just like, nope, this dude is telling the truth about us. We gotta shut her down. Yep. Shut her down. Gotta shut her down. Now <sighs> my thing is like I see that me and Andy agree that it's at least shifting into different things and appearing to like whatever is and he's gone finally mm-hmm. uh is whatever's going on like whoever perceives it and i would really like to know the background of the person the non-believer i would love to know if he was a war vet or not yeah it, yeah that's weird so it was gina and her family right that moved in mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. a member of her family that's the non-believer so to speak it didn't say the family but hmm. a visitor that was a non-believer that came oh, there a visitor. yeah it was a visitor apparently they didn't have a lot of visitors there because the entity did not like people coming around maybe that would work with Andy's theory too of it's just annoyed that people are always showing up. Yeah, right. Maybe And um, it just wants to be left alone. Yeah, it just wants to be left alone. I'm thinking the family, like Gina's family were probably like devout Christians of some denomination. Mm-hmm. And then they had like an atheist friend that stopped by every now and then or something. So that's mm-hmm. maybe why I referred to the as the non believer, right? Uh, yeah um, that was interesting to me i was just like it's either somebody that's not very christian or it's just somebody that just thinks yo this is bullshit mm -hmm. could be uh both the theories could exist simultaneously that's what i just read in the chat uh from caitlin Mm. they could i i think i think she's right i think they could both uh you know coexist yeah yeah, 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 I think they could, it's uh, they could both be real. Um, yeah, yeah, and that could explain the um, leaving behind physical evidence, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially, that, that's- especially with uh, Edmund, right? Leaving behind like the same DNA samples that's tied to cattle mutilations, but like. Yeah. He just made it out of thin air. It has nothing to do with cattle yeah. mutilations. Yeah. Just to fuck with them. Yeah, more. he just probably he probably knows like if it, because this being appeared right in front of alien investigators and froze and just remained motionless. So they are they are working on the same thing that John Edmonds is. Is that's that that's what they're scared of. That's what they believe in the most is gray aliens. Mm-hmm. So of course, if it's you know, kind of godly and not of this dimension. How do we know it can't read fucking minds? And it goes like, oh, this is what these people are searching for. Let me leave this weird little shred of grass and this weird blood. And they can't conceptualize what alien blood looks like. So they're just like, oh, we'll just make it red as brown, like dried human blood. Because the sword picture was just like, it looked like your typical fake blood to me or mm-hmm. some kind of animal blood. The, like it was just very brown it was like perfectly looked human right and that's the thing that you know made me go ah, really that's like i know he gave the sword as proof that he's fighting fucking aliens but that made me go i don't know he seems to be putting a lot of thought and effort into a story that he could already sell naturally. He's mm-hmm. isolated in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. And he's, you know, hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We thought the, we assumed the trickster God got you. Mm-hmm. You never know. <clears throat> probably heard yeah. me. It's all right though. Yeah, probably yeah, heard probably. you. But what, but what I was just saying was that I think uh, the sword, that's where I started to doubt Edmonds, mm-hmm. was when he showed the sword with the blood on it. Yeah. Because it just seemed try hard to me. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, the lab testing the blood and claiming they find the same thing and a bunch of other cattle mutilations. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't understand. Are, are, are the aliens yeah. like. Is this part of the ritual? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just going to shave some of my arm off, Dave, and just, the, the, you know. Yeah. 
the investigators that saw the same gray that Edmund sees, I was just like, what if this entity has telepathy and it can read their minds? And he's just like, this is what they're searching for. Let me shed some skin and put some blood on the ground Mm -hmm. and put it on this sword and just reinforce their own like their own their own perceptions of what they think aliens are but those could be because an illusion is an alteration of your perception right so like it's it's like (laughs) a like a virus in your perception in a sense that constructs what someone else wants them to see you know like mind controls illusion essentially right so like an illusion in a sense like if this is an illusionist trickster kind of thing who knows how much of it could just be in people's head i mean i I don't know like even the test results kind of thing who knows i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know that's the thing about tricksters in any story they're mercurial so you always have to be suspect of their motives sometimes uh depending on depending on the trickster of course but yeah uh, you always have to at least be wary of what they're thinking yeah but who knows yeah I, i think it's quite possible like I don't know the sword thing. It could be, uh, and and maybe because the thing is the in the astral realm, things are like semi-physical, sort of. It's kind of hard, hard to explain, but from at least from my studies, there is uh, matter can be easily shaped, but there is a physicality to it. So maybe those aliens did temporarily exist for a brief moment when this entity kind of called them into existence, and then. They're just like yeah. tulpas, just temporary like playthings, you know, toys, and then they just dissipate or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So maybe they did have blood, but yeah. I just think whatever's there is crabby and just wants to be left the hell alone. I agree. I agree. And then <laughs> and we're not going to do that. <laughs> they're not going to do that. They're just going to keep coming by. It's going to get more and famous. Just keep bugging them. Yeah, and get more famous. That is the saddest part to it. For like, if it's something that just wants to be left alone, Mm -hmm. the more he does or she or whatever does things, the more it attracts, the more attention it attracts, and worse, it makes its own existence. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. And they like, they think it could just, you know. You, you, it could just move. Maybe what if it's not bound. It's, I mean, it's been there for decades. Saying, yeah, if it's been there for decades, what if it's yeah. bound to something there? Oh, you're right. And it's just yeah. trying to get free, yeah. and it just can't. So it's just like it I can't up break ago. away from this. I can't break away mm. from this place. But oh, I can God, run these. Dumb, I can like run these, in the yeah, suburbs. Can, oh. Yeah, living in the <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just living in the suburbs. But uh, basically, it's bound there. It can't get away. And he it conceptualizes us as just basic animals. And, like, when you scare animals, they fucking scurry away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, we're goddamn humans. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. And when weird shit happens, we're going to make podcasts about it. And we're going to go there. <laughs> yeah. And watch it go down. So he, it's just making its life worse with every action that it takes. Mm. But here's my question: if it's like, if it's like this, why can't it like? Is it power limited just to tricking? Can it not, you know, do far more to push them out? Right, mm-hmm. and, and maybe like at this point, it's accepted its reality of like, well, mm. I can't go anywhere. So he's just going to fuck with all the tenants until he finds a good tenant uh, for his farmhouse that he's stuck at for eternity or whoever knows how Hmm. Um, Yeah, this is just roommate selection. It's It's just roommate selection. It's just... It's just trying to be the worst roommate possible. And then it, when it finally gets to Edmonds, they're just like, great, this one's greedy. He's going to try to make a fuck ton of money. All the other ones sold this for less than market value and fucking skedaddled. But this dude wants some paper and he's just selling it for so much money and he will not leave. And this dude, it's like being stuck in a bat in a, like a three-year lease with a bad roommate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can't do anything about it because the bad roommate doesn't want to break the lease and you can't break the lease. So you're just stuck there. 
and you know that it's just like there's horses going around. He's a former musician, concert <laughs> promoter, so he's probably playing guitar and all sorts oh, of instruments all the time. And he's got guns. He's got an uncomfortable amount of swords. He's probably got lots of fucking cats. Oh, God. And it's just, he's just the roommate from fucking hell. And you can't, and this poor entity can't do anything except for just be like, I guess I'll send. 50 aliens at him today to see if this finally breaks him oh next thing you know a fucking dragon's just gonna like come out of the sky like it'd be like move (laughs) move god damn it please leave it's like what does it take to get your attention And then, and then Edmonds is just gonna go inside his house and get a fucking RPG. Yeah, bazooka, yeah. Bazooka, just just be like, I'll take this dragon on too. Fuck you. I knew this day would come. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it would come. Male armored, like specifically for that occasion too. Oh yeah, he's. (laughs) You know, if he's got cart, if he's got sword, the fuck knows what else he has. He's got chain. Yeah. Yeah, he's chain link. Yeah, he Leroy Jenkins at the fucking manifested dragon and the entity's just sitting up on his rock just being like, God <laughs> damn it. Like, I thought this would work. What the fuck are you not prepared for? He's just, this is just yeah. the one guy he can't break. And it's just yeah. like, this is the comedy angle. I like this angle too, though. He's just yeah, this one, angle. this one human. He's like the Jerry Smith of humans and he's just like no matter what he does he just can't seem to destroy him and he's just like fuck it yeah he can't break he can't break his will enough to leave the fucking house i would watch that show without him having i'd watch it too Mm. yeah what was that what was that show that had the werewolf the vampire and the uh the ghosts living together as roommates it was british and then it was on american tv it's like being human yeah yeah it's just like yeah. one of the, the dumbest humans you can find in a in like a like a god but he's like his power has been diminished and he's bound to this one ha- like spot of the earth and he's stuck living with this guy and he's just like god mm-hmm. no matter what he it's does just- Motherfucker, Take I can't get rid of him. Sort of, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. We like Beetlejuice, yeah. so like all these things made me go, no, I don't think Edmonds is telling the truth, and I don't think he's hundred percent telling the truth, even after the Gina Iron story. The Gina Iron story made me go, well, and that's where my mm-hmm. weird theory started working. Of it's like shifting yeah. into different things that scare people, yeah. It, yeah, if you can and, accept that any of it's true, then that's the best theory. Yeah, if any of it is true, and the, that was the only thing that made me second guess Edmonds was the Gina Iron story because I was just like, this is just so try hard with everything he's saying. Yeah. It sounds like he wrote an action movie in 1982, <laughs> and he's like, this is how it rolls. AK 47s. Samurai swords and Camaros. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. And that's and and that was just like when he when I was reading the more I was just like, no, this is kind of bullshit. Mm. This is just like this is just too much. That's too much going on here. Is this Stallone like or best... Schwarzenegger movie? I think it mm. not Chuck Norris. No. Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. a Dolph Snipes? Lundgren movie. Could be Wesley Snipes. I agree, Wesley Snipes movie. And, uh, Wesley was Snipes he in the is 80s? more 90s. Yeah, he was more 90s. No. It was like early 90s, mid-90s. Uh, like, like the first time movie. I know of Wesley Snipes being in a big role was Major League, which is 1988. Mm. Oh, well, there you go. Blows my theory up. All right, so Schwarzenegger yeah. alone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah, just all the all the stuff that Edmund said just piled up to making me going now. Yeah. And I I don't know. I think that multiple things could be going on here. I think it could all be fucking bullshit. I think that or an entity of like 
the multiple theories of being like what me and you think, Andy, and what mm. all three of us seem to think is there's something there. We just don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like my I like my trickster theory for sure. I think it's I like the trickster theory too. I'd rather it, it has a little more depth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh trickster and bad roommate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a great great story. I'll watch it. Yeah, I would watch it for at least a few seasons. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would too. I, I feel like it would be like a it would need to be a short like British sitcom miniseries yeah. where it's like three seasons and then done. Yeah. It's a good British humor. Like only do yeah, do only three series of it and then just cancel it because I feel like the well would run pretty dry really quick on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean one character can't can't even leave the house. I mean, how are you gonna Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's just like one person can't leave the house like that just severely minimizes the goofy adventures you can't you, like there can't be an episode where they go to the theme park there can't be the awkward dating episode there can't be uh the love interest episode because it's all just like he's the, the entity's the, just the third wheel there yeah. if you think about it so you severely have diminished half your writing capacity because you can't use your usual tropes on it Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot about the wife, me... though. The wife could be the wife character. The wife could be a character, but you need you need that. If it's like a small sitcom like that, they have to leave like the house eventually. It's gonna be like, like... what sitcom? <laughs> Sorry, like who's the boss and like uh, like King of Queens style and but like plus Beetlejuice, plus Beetlejuice. I'd watch it. I'd only watch it for a season or two because I feel like the well would run dry. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It yeah. makes me wonder if this is like, uh, if there are other entities that are tied to a location, but it's like, it's like a mobile home, right? And so this home, mobile home location. Like oh, that'd be convenient if you were. Or some shit. That would be convenient if you were a ghost attached to an RV. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. possible. I mean, I think yeah, I, yeah. cursed objects are basically spirits attached to those objects. So like, uh, or at least some remnant of a spirit at the very least, like with Saint, you know, like Saint relics and stuff like that. But for sure. I mean, if you had something like, I don't know, maybe some like part of a car, like, a uh, like the hood or- ornament, like a cursed hood and or- ornament or something like that. It could just travel along with, with, uh, the vehicle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's just like. The transmission's the cursed part. <laughs> Just like you better hope to God that this transmission never gets replaced and thrown into a junkyard because then you're just fucked. Oh, God. God. It's like the weirdest. It's the rim. It's the haunted object. Like the dude was putting a rim on the car and something fucking fell on him and killed him. And now he's forever attached to the fucking rim of a tire. Well, there's James Dean uh, on a series. Now there's little bastard James, uh, James Dean's car. That's they say Mm -hmm. it's cursed. The amount of people that have driven it that have died. Yeah. That have died in it. Yeah. So who knows? It's possible. Who knows? Yeah. I don't have I don't have really much uh, other thoughts on Mm-mm. John Edmonds. I'm I'm very torn on the truth of like is it true? Is it bullshit? It's and if it's true, true what every the fuck is going it, on? Every bit of it's true. Every bit every of it. The, the samurai swords and everything. God's honest truth. That man is a hero. He is a hero. And you know, we should build statues to him. Just saying. We'll samurai sword and all. AK-47 one hand, samurai sword in the other, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. RPG strap. Like an alien body at his RPG feet. RPG strap. And he's just an alien body at his feet that he's just standing. Yeah, the oh, boot yeah. on the head, just like, and he's just waiting for a screenwriter to just like come in and just take the perfect picture to sell to his studio. I kind of want to draw My agent said this would work. Oh, God. That sounds like a oh. great epic statue. I think I might want to have one of myself at my home at some point 
Oh yeah. god. This is like this is like uh Evil Dead territory, you know, like in the ridiculous of, mm-hmm. like he's got a chainsaw for a hand and a shotgun in the other sawed off in the other hand, you know, it's the same equivalent here. Is <laughs> he's basically <laughs> Evil Dead or that the Ash uh Williams of aliens, I guess, instead of demons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically that's yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, all right. I guess we'll call. Yeah, I guess we will call that wrap. Uh, plugs anybody? Not yet. Maybe sometimes. Hopefully soon. Maybe. All right, David. No, I want to keep my uh, shitty political stuff away from this. So no, I am. All right. Well, we are the high kind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and multiple other platforms. Give us some good reviews, uh, stars, thumbs, hearts, whatever the fuck it is. And it helps people find the show. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Later.